Hi, everyone, and welcome to the GoTech Please Don't Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Josh. And on this week of the GoTech Please Don't Die podcast, we are bringing you some deep investigative journalism. We're going to uncover the secrets you're all dying to know. Who is LaTeX Sports Report? Who are you people? <laughs> Why are they better at everything than we are? <laughs> Pretty sure it's an, uh, an advanced AI that's been trained by Les Geist, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Wait, so Les Geist trained the AI? Is that what you're saying, Josh? Like personally? More. Yeah, personally. I'm picturing like a Rocky like training montage. <laughs> he had a computer like punching up uh, meat. <laughs> Uh, let's just let's ask him or her ourselves. Uh, we welcome into the podcast LaTeX Sports Report. How are you doing? Great. How are you guys doing? Whoa, you're you're real. You're not a computer. Hopefully, anyway, if you're talking to us, it's a very good text to speech. <laughs> yeah, Russian bot text to speech. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> He's a UAV plant. <laughs> oh man, that would be some, some deep state stuff right there. Yeah. So I mean, I would like each of us to to. Take a guess at who's behind this account now that we have a voice to pair to it. I mean, I guess it's pretty clearly not Les Geist unless he's got some sophisticated voice changing technology. We all know what good old Les sounds like. I, my guess is going to be I, I think you are the ghost of Joe IA. Is that am I am I on to something here or I am not any way related to Joe IA or anyone oh. uh, a former oh. football coach. Dang. OK. OK, Josh, what, what you got you, one? Yeah. What you got, Josh? Uh, in a similar vein, I think he is a uh, a reincarnation of a LaTeX legend, uh, Barry Tadshaw. <laughs> He's not denying it. I'm not Barry Tadshaw. No. Also, Terry okay. Bradshaw's not dead. So I don't yeah. know. <laughs> what you, what you got, Nathan? You got one? Okay, you joked about Les Geist earlier, and looking on his Twitter, he tweets with squirrels a lot, the LaTeX squirrels account. So are you a squirrel? I am not a squirrel, no. Oh. Okay, well, that's that's all the guesses well, we have. Yeah. <laughs> so who, who are you? You want to tell us who you are for real? Sure, but you're not going to tell anybody, right? <laughs> of course not. Okay, perfect. Yeah, my name is and uh, I'm just a regular fan. What, what was, what was how, that? Wait. How are I, you doing that? Wait. Did they, wait, say that again? Dude, I only give it to you one time. If you didn't hear it, that's your problem. Uh, well, <laughs> okay. okay. Well, oh, wow. The, I don't know what happened there, but what did you guys hear? I heard like a like a mysterious bleeping noise, kind of like when I curse on the podcast and Nathan <laughs> has to bleep it out. Is that is that what you guys heard too? Yeah, it's almost like we only have that one sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan's working with the great soundboard <laughs> behind the scenes. <laughs> one column, one row. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... One of the reasons we wanted to, to have you on is just to kind of talk with you. You're obviously a, a super fan, the same way that a lot of us are patting ourselves on the shoulder there for a second. <laughs> so just to kind of start off, I'm kind of curious, what kind of made you fall in love with tech? You're obviously putting so much effort into this. Why is this something that that strikes you the way that it does that would provide itself to make you do what you do? Well, part of it is, I mean, like you guys, I went to Louisiana Tech. Uh, back in the glory days of the Tim Rattay, uh, Troy Edward uh, football teams. Oh um, man, yeah, I'm jealous. So, yeah, so I, I, you know, my freshman year, I'm sad to say I was one of those guys that went home and watched high school football every weekend. But then this guy I knew told me that uh, this new quarterback that was coming in from a JUCO was going to be probably the best quarterback we'd ever had, even putting him up against Terry Bradshaw. And, and I just sort of laughed at him. And, and then, uh, you know, sure enough, Tim Rattay shows up on town and oh, I thought he was about to say Jamar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so 
So it's, it's hard not to fall in love with Tech Athletics when you see uh, see Tim Rattay and them throwing the ball over the field and beating Alabama and, you know, so. Oh, man. Um, and then the other side of that is I've just always been into doing like graphics and data and analytics. And so I've done that through different things just for my personal fun, you know, sort of a living vicariously a second life outside of my normal day-to-day being. And so sort of the two put together. I waited way too long to do anything tech-related, though. Hey, better late than never. I mean, and, and hearing you talk about Tim Rattay and all that is kind of funny because I, you know, when I first came to Tech as a freshman, the team wasn't very good, to tell you the truth. And I grew up in South Louisiana as an LSU fan, unfortunately. But, you know, so when I first got to Tech, I was like, oh, man, I'm still an LSU fan. And then, like, then I went to games and started, you know, actually experiencing it and everything. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Tech is tech is all I need, man. It's That's my my team ride or die from here on out, no matter how angry and sad they make me. <laughs> oh, I'm exactly, I'm exactly the same. I snuck off from campus. Uh, uh, you know, I guess I was out to college, so my parents shouldn't have cared, but I drove down <laughs> to LSU to a basketball game one night midweek and watched the LSU basketball game. And cause I was playing them on the Sega Genesis, you know, and came back and then, <laughs> Oh man. Then, yeah. Yeah. Dating myself. And then not too long after that, I went to a tech basketball game, the Lonnie Cooper day. And, uh, and I, you know, back then the students could sit on the court there, and so uh, that kind of became where I lived at from then on was on the on the floor seats at the tack watching Lonnie Cooper and, uh, oh, man. and those guys. I know, Evan, you and I have, have talked about before how I came in in 2012, Colby Cameron, the nine and three year. And I remember oh. you telling me specifically, don't get used to this. This isn't the tech that. that I <laughs> this. And so, yeah, it, for me, too, it was like a, oh, this is a lot of fun, like these games. And it helps when they're doing oh, well. Man. But even you, Evan, yeah. like they weren't doing That's- well when you started. Yeah, no, I think they went four and eight. They, oh man, they had LSU too that year. I think we lost 24 to 16 and there was a really bad pass interference. We don't need to get into that. Um, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it, it's it's easy to become a fan when you're winning 70 to 28 against Idaho at home in one of your first home games. But, and it's the same way too. Like Nathan, when you started, you guys had speedy. I mean, it just, it's the personalities too, right? It, it You feel like especially when you're a student, you feel like a kinship with them because you're all students and um, watching them play. And like, I know guys like Speedy specifically always made a point to go shake hands with everybody in the crowd. And like, that's just the kind of thing that makes me love tech and and still love tech even, gosh, eight years later after leaving. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Everybody do the math. How long ago did you graduate? (laughs) I guess it was seven years ago to, to be more specific. Yeah, so you've talked about how, how you, you've always had an affinity for graphic design and you've obviously loved tech for decades at this point. But what made you want to, what made you say, I want a piece of that tech sports Twitter? Man, I don't, I don't know. I just kind of felt like, um, you know, you guys were doing what you were doing and uh, La Tech Report uh, does a great job of, you know, doing on this date stuff and, and doing like, you know, historical type stuff for the most part. Louisiana Tech just generally doesn't have a lot of staff to go out and spend a lot of time, you know, on Twitter and on Facebook, it doesn't seem other than their standard stuff. And just, it just felt like uh, there might be an opportunity just to add a little something. Uh, you know, I love that there's a Twitter account, ESPN Stats and Info. It just is awesome. It's just nothing but like fun facts all day long about every sport. And uh, I was like, well, man, I could just, you know, they've got the media ba- uh, guide out there. Kay McGuire does a great job putting out the media guides. And there's so much stuff in there that's just so interesting that, but it's like, it never gets out there on a day-to-day basis. Like if somebody's coming up on like a certain record or, you know, where we are on, on certain milestones, it just, it just felt like there was a lot of information out there that people were spending a lot of time putting together, but might not be getting out to the masses and just anything, you know, I could do to 
keep people sort of involved in tech athletics, make it a little more fun was, it just kind of seemed like a no brainer. Yeah, for sure. I had spent way too much time. It's funny. You guys are doing this right now with the, uh, with the, uh, out of the park baseball simulation. Real, <laughs> the story really begins with out of the park baseball back in like 2005. And I was playing it and, and I was in a couple of leagues on out of the park baseball. And, and we really always were just trying to figure out how to get people involved in those leagues, how we could get more, you know, and, you know, people staying in tune with it and kind of making it more fun, writing stories for it. And so we were going to start up this new league and we were like, we just need this cool logo and this graphic we can put out there on the message boards to, to get people to join our league. And so I took a second and, and threw together this like logo intro thing that was actually cool. Um, and, and then we threw it out there. Like it was like a 10 second, you know, logo coming across the screen with our, with our league name. And it was like a league like filled up instantly and then um and then from then on out it was like well i was trying to do like sports center type graphics you know for like the games of the week and then i got into where i was you know using adobe after effects to try to you know do like a preview show or something like that or a preview of the world series just to kind of you know get people in- engaged but there was only you know seven or eight people that would watch it out of a 30 team league so you know, after a while i was like man i'm just i'm wasting my time but at the same time i was just doing it because it was fun so this provides a little bit more of an audience yeah we, we definitely understand that that feeling of a little bit of frustration sometimes where like the last couple seasons that we've been running but we didn't have the podcast yet we were doing you know game previews and recaps every week and like maybe 12 people would read them and it was just like man takes me hours to put this together and you know and and now the podcast you know we have not a ton of listeners but we have listeners and it's not as much work for us up front like we do especially for the game recaps and previews we put in some work nathan and i usually uh mostly nathan but uh, josh under the bus (laughs) hey man i just hang out and josh is just the pretty face man that's that's easier for on the podcast right (laughs) I just shared dumb stories. But um, yeah, you mentioned the out of the park baseball. Nathan, you want to give a quick plug for that since that just came out and you just started that? Yeah, we're recording this Monday. This comes out Tuesday. Uh, Something I've been working on for a little bit now because it takes some time to create all the rosters from scratch. Last night, I guess, as of when this comes out, tweeted out how Tech Series against Middle Tennessee would go. And we won two of three of them. So that's nice. And won the last one 20 to five, which... (laughs) <laughs> just jumps off the page yeah i think it really liked that main series that we had <laughs> yeah so so basically what what nathan did to summarize his piece which you can read right now is he had to put in the stats for every cusa team up to this point in the season and then the game automatically generated the player ratings um and then nathan's able now to simulate all of the conference slate so keep an eye on our twitter he'll be tweeting out box scores and stuff like that um for the rest of the season i assume um unless you know we all die i guess (laughs) the simulation is pretty cool it could actually predict coronavirus so you never know it could get short cut short as well (laughs) that's a really in-depth and the box score says a vaccine is invented and it's like oh wow cool thanks game yeah (laughs) so I was curious, which sport was it or which stat specifically were you most interested in when you decided to to start doing this like kind of full time for tech um, and for Twitter? You know, I don't know that there was one thing in particular. You know, it was football season mainly when I started. And so at that point, I was really more thinking, um, 
you know, I, I did a few of the um, like the film room type thing, trying to just point out interesting things I saw that were were in the football game that mm-hmm. maybe just the average Joe wouldn't have picked up on at the at the moment. And you know, there's it's, there's one thing to go on a message board and say, hey, this happened, but it's another thing to play back the video and highlight people and show it kind of in slow motion or from different perspectives. So uh, when I was getting started, that was kind of my main goal. But like you guys said, that making a video like that a lot of work for not a lot of views necessarily. And so mm-hmm. it was more of a exercise of me just doing it for the fun of it, basically. And if anybody liked it, well, so be it. Yeah. Well, let me just stop you right there. I loved it because I'm not <laughs> a person that like I, I played oh, football great. in seventh grade. Right. So I don't really know like the ins and outs, the X's and O's. And like, I don't know if you have a background in actually playing the sport or coaching or anything, but like for me watching those videos, was like, oh, wow, like, I know these things from watching, I can tell when things are going well on a play, even if I can't point out like, oh, the left guard missed the block, right? So those videos were great for me to be like, oh, okay, yeah, what I'm seeing is actually like backed up by coaching and by like the actual X's and O's ins and outs of a play, you know, so and that's what Ben at at Blue Tech Blue does so well as he kind of understands all that stuff. Whereas I'm just like, dude, I can't talk about that. I don't know what I'm talking about, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, as far as the stats I'm interested in, I'm, I'm really a basketball stats nerd. I really like true Good shooting choice. percentage. I like Good effective choice. field goal. Yeah. All, all that stuff. I think we've been in a discussion lately, not to give too much away, but about on bleed take blue about uh, Jace Bass, a transfer coming over from a California community college, I think. And, and he's got some ridiculous stats and, and his sophomore stats were great. His freshman stats weren't so great, but I was just looking at that kind of nerding out because he, he attempted like dying free throws a game, sort of like Alex Hamilton would have used to where, you know, there, there's stats that are kind of embedded in basketball that you don't really appreciate how much like getting to the full free throw line means how, how much shooting 80% on nine free throw attempts a game. <laughs> I was going to say, does, does he make his? Cause I don't think we're allowed to, we appreciate that now. Yeah, he shoots. He shoots about an eighty percent clip from the line. So uh, that's. I didn't so, know he could so, do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> And I know you mentioned the effective field goal percentage, and I know you had a couple graphics out for pretty much every game that that talked about that stat in particular. And that kind of led me down that rabbit hole of, oh, wait, there are these cool stats for basketball, too, because basketball is never really my sport at all. I was all football and baseball, at least to watch. I was never very good at playing either one of them. <laughs> Ask me about the time I batted into a triple play in Little League. <laughs> but that kind of sent me down a rabbit hole of, oh, wow, there's all this information available for basketball in terms of advanced stats that exist in the same way that they do especially for baseball I guess yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite things to listen to on the podcast is when you're talking ken palm stats and and uh and stuff like that and I, I really nerd out on like shot charts and shooting by like different zones that people are in and uh so i've, I've done a lot of stuff with pulling data off of espn and places like that and trying to put it onto graphics but eventually it gets frustrating because there was one game that i don't know who we were playing but they charted like all of our shots on one side of the court so it looked like we didn't take a shot from the left hand side of the court the entire (laughs) game so it was like they were they were getting the angle and the distance right but they weren't doing left or right and so it just kind of blew up the whole data set so (laughs) so is is that something that's available out there for anybody like to see where the shots are because i I wanted to ask you a while back about, you know, making those shot charts and saying like, here's this zone and how well tech shoots from it. Cause that stuff is really, really fascinating. It kind of tells you like, Hey, we're, we're not playing very well from the paint lately. Right. Or we're, we're, we're taking too many shots from beyond the arc and not hitting them. Right. So is that data set just available for anybody or, or do you have to kind of mine that from 
various different I, places. Currently, it is it is available. I mean, it's you know Ken Palm. I don't think has it, but there's a site called Hoop Math that you can subscribe to a lot, like Ken Palm, uh, okay. and yeah. and and it, you can you can go on um, the the Louisiana Tech box scores now. And the box scores, I believe, depending on how you look at them, you may have to go through the. Um, they have a contract with a different company. I think it's like Sports Broadcast or Stat Broadcast or something like that. Yeah. And uh, and and you can you can actually go into there, and I think they say you know, it's from 21 feet jumper or something like that. So you can actually break it down by the footage. Now, to, you know, to, to, to scrape all that data is a little, you know, you've got to, got to get, got to know what you're doing, but, right. um, but, but yeah, just general what you're shooting from two point or three point or dunks or layups or at the rim. Um, yeah. The ho- hoop math is a good resource for that. There's another guy, I can't pronounce his name, Bart Trovic or something like that, that, that has a site that's very similar to that where they're just scraping play by play data off of box scores and play by plays to, to get that. Now, as far as the shot charts, the, like the actual, where the shot was at, I believe that all of conference USA data is done by ESPN. So if you go like to an ESPN game cast to a basketball game, it shows the shot chart, but it doesn't really have the data. But if you get inside that, this is really nerdy. I apologize. If you get inside the, <laughs> if you get inside the source code of that website, it it actually has how to draw out that that shot chart like oh, on, wow. like a like a graphical like x y coordinate and so if you can scrape the source code from all those games it could be like Mubarak Muhammad you know a t- uh, made a two point shot and then it would have like x twenty five y forty nine oh wow and that spot would would actually indicate where on the court they shot it from so so it, it currently it's you know it's it's a one time setup thing if you know much about scrapers and all that stuff and you can pull the data pretty easily but it is a is a upfront toward sort of a time sink but you know past that you just hit the button it pops out so it's kind of <laughs> nice yeah speaking of uh, time sync. I just went to hoopmath.com, so I didn't really hear anything you just said because I've been just scrolling <laughs> through these pages. Of, oh wow! Well, when oh, you, wow! Oh wow! When you listen back, you'll be you'll be amazed because it oh, was yeah. pretty good. So, <laughs> or at least I, I I mean that that kind of stuff is way over my head. Um, you know, I've made no secret here that I'm not a math person. Usually, I, I like I like sports stats, but I, I like when other people present it in beautiful graphics to me. Not <laughs> I, I would not be good at at putting this stuff together. So. That's just another another reason to to shout you out. This really does have everything. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we're recording. Look at the sign. <laughs> Wait, let me uh, close seven or eight tabs real quick. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so what you know, we've kind of touched on this already, but you know, we just want to kind of generally discuss what you do, what what goes into a you know sort of run of the mill post um, for the for the Twitter feed. You know, is is there anything that's harder to do than, than anything else or anything that you're like, Oh God, I got to make one of these again. Not really. Um, you, like I said, on the other stuff, it's a lot of upfront setup where I might spend, you know, uh, a, several hours on a weekend coming up with some graphics on some things, but the data is pretty easy to pull. And once I've got the templates set up, uh, they're not too hard just for my enjoyment. I guess I decided to make all the basketball courts this past season just to kind of put as the backgrounds with the graphics. And that's sometimes difficult when you get to some of those nutso Florida schools <laughs> that have the ocean and uh, uh, yeah, 
I forget if it's Florida Atlantic or Florida, and I think it's Florida Atlantic yeah. that I actually I actually searched stock photos until I found the exact one palm tree that their artist used. Thank goodness it was just <laughs> oh <one>. wow! <laughs> and, and basically, their, their court is just like this one palm tree resized, stretched over and over again, <laughs> swapped left and right. They paid for one license, and they're going yeah, to use it. <laughs> exactly. No, it's, it, was, it was no, it was worse than that. It's free. So so yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> So, so yeah, so so that was sort of so that was sort of time consuming, but you know now that that's done, when it comes next season, I mean I guess people change courts every once in a while, but so that'll just be done. So I'll have to think of something else fun to try to do. That gym looks like a high school gym, like legitimately. Yeah, I'm just looking at a picture of it right now. I mean, a little on the floor, but like, what is going on there? Anyway, sorry, Nathan had something more important to say. I'm sure. I'm trying to remember. Did you end up making ULL's basketball court? Because if I remember right, that one's a mess as well. You, you know what? I, I did. And, and luckily <laughs> through that, I found out that this past season, ULL replaced that swamp and they cleaned it all up and the swamp is no more on the court. They, they oh. finally figured out what everyone else knew was that was a complete mess. Oh, oh that, God. That I thing is hideous. Oh, my th- God. There is a picture of it from like straight up and down, like Ugh. not not a picture of it, but a rendering of it. And it looks OK, but right. like watching it looking at it in real life and pictures of people using it, it's it just looks like you spilled chemicals on a floor and it left a path. <laughs> It's like they like half ass waxed it and buffed it, and they're just like, yeah, whatever, it's good enough. Yeah, like we'll dunk on ULO a lot, but they really deserve it for that one. So I guess they also deserve the little bit of praise for changing it back to a normal court. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious. So, so you started doing LaTeX Sports Report. That seems like a pretty big undertaking. And then you decided to do the Kusa Network or fake Kusa Network, which I think was the Twitter handle or that whole thing. What? Was it just a, <laughs> I have more to give Twitter, or was it a, I can use what I've known from running LaTeX Sports Report and apply it to the rest of CUSA? How did that go? Yeah, that was mainly it. I, f- I felt like um, after going through football and through basketball, especially basketball, because with making the courts and the graphics, that was sort of time consuming on the front end. But then I realized I wasn't going to have to do that again. And so it would just be, you know, just pulling a few stats in. And, and like I said, I've got most of this stuff automated through spreadsheets and, and Power BI stuff to bring in the data. So it's not real complicated at that point. So, you know, outside of looking at the media guide for a few minutes to try to find something interesting that Kane's put out there to share, you know, just a normal run of the mill tweet isn't a big deal. Um, so when I, when I started thinking about going forward, what in the world would I want to do? I just thought, well, if I'm doing this work, you know, and I'm making graphics and I'm pulling data, uh, if you're, if you're pulling a little bit of data or a whole lot of data, there's really the same amount of work involved. And so I didn't think with, with the, with the kind of a joke CSA network that I would really get into, you know, doing fun facts for every team or give them any, anywhere near that sort of, uh, you know, depth, but I at least just wanted to put out kind of a fun, what if we had an SEC network or an ACC network, what would that feel like? And, and what would be some of the things that got posted on their Twitter account, uh, whether it was like, you know, a quick video clip or whether it was just like a screenshot of the bracket with what their graphics would look like. And so, you know, outside of just designing uh, some of that stuff, I'd already done that. Like I've got a bottom line on there, sort of like ESPN, but I'd already done that for some of my LaTeX sports report videos. So that was not reinventing the wheel. So, um, you know, I just, it it was kind of just pulling more data and doing the same thing a few more times. Really the only limitation on any of this is that I don't know if any of you have messed with Adobe After Effects, but if you get a very long video and very detailed graphics at all, the rendering time is atrocious. And so Twitter video only going to be like two and a half minutes or two minutes and 20 seconds to to do like a graphic with some 
colors spinning and some logos going in and out, you know, a, a two minute Twitter video might take three hours to render. So you just oh, start wow. it to render and leave it, leave it alone. And then you come back and realize that you messed up something on the bottom line and the away scores are all yellow, whether the, the away team won or not. And then you have to go back and fix it and render it all over again. So that, that <laughs> oh, gets no. to be a real big beating. So it's a, it's a lot easier to put together a graphic and render out one frame and post a picture of it. Yeah. than it is to, you know, render out a whole video, even though it's about the same amount of work. It's harder for the computer, though. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So so that was just the thinking behind it. I, I was pulling all the data, and I was doing the graphics anyways, and uh, it just seemed like another thing I could just set up. And, you, you know, I don't know, if y'all get experiences like this, with Conference USA, it's all these teams that, you know a little bit about, but if you're going to a basketball game, you don't you don't know when you're going to play Old Dominion who their players are really. I mean, they're just Old Dominion. They might as well be, you know, quarterback number seven for all you care. You know, so <laughs> right. I, I, I just thought it would be fun if there was something out there that you know wouldn't take but a minute or two a week to just kind of get a quick overview of who the top people were, and just so maybe after a while you'd start remembering, you know, hey, at least recognize three or four names from a team we're going to go play them. And, you know, there's rivalries that we have. You know, you know who Mason Fine is. And, and you know, there's certain players that you know when they're coming in that these guys are good and you that, that makes the games a little bit extra special or Jack Abraham's coming back in. But, you know, for the most part, if you play UTEP, you don't know anything about the guys on the team. So And, if, and UTEP probably doesn't know anything about our players. So I just thought anything I could put out there uh, to kind of get our engagement a little bit better in the conference and make it a little more fun than why not. Yeah. I, I really liked that philosophy because I remember when I was at tech, when they joined conference USA and we went from the WAC, which I also didn't know most of those schools, but I'd only been at tech for a year and to join uh, like, okay, wait, who's Western Kentucky, who's middle Tennessee. I, even the names of the schools didn't sound all that interesting. So just to add more on top of that, to not just know who the schools are, but also know, the players on those schools or the philosophies of how they play basketball or, or the kind of shooting that they, we should expect or whatever, I think is a huge step towards saying, okay, cool. We're playing FIU. I know about FIU. Let's actually go watch this game because it should be fun. Yeah. I'm also curious. So I know you didn't have much time as the, the fake CUSA network, but were you getting engagement from other schools or, or on Twitter? Like were other people shouting you out and following you and stuff or, is that still kind of something you'd like to see expand in the next football season? Yeah, you know, I was really only gearing up for it there in the last, like, in the pod play bit, and I was I was going to put out the brackets and, and do that kind of as I could through the through the uh, Conference USA tournament, and then I had mocked up some stuff for baseball just to kind of test the model and, and make sure everything was working right. And and I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've you know the follower gain has been probably what it was for LaTeX Sports Report. I mean, nothing great or anything, but. Um, but at the same time, it's it's crazy about Twitter is that you think, oh, I've only got this many followers. And then you post something and then like, you know, like the UAB basketball coach or somebody like all of a sudden like likes your post. Like he doesn't follow you. You don't, I don't know how, I don't know how this, yeah. like, and you talked about LSU basketball earlier. Like, I don't even know what happened. I, I retweeted something that somebody put the other day. And then all of a sudden Randy Livingston, who used to play point guard at LSU, all of a sudden followed me. It's like, he doesn't care about tech sports. Like, how, how is he following me? But, so, so there's some really cool things to come out of it, but, but, but yeah, I, I really didn't get into it far enough to really know, but uh, I think my first couple of posts were like, Hey, tell me, tell me some of the cool podcasts. Cause I was wanting to put like bottom line ads, like at the bottom of the score things when I did the graphics, just to kind of rotate through all the cool podcasts. And, and man, it was like instantly that blew up all over the place and y'all were all tweeting back. You know, one, one person was telling y'all that they'd come on the show and talk whenever we were going to play them and y'all were doing the same to them. So yeah, shut up running with the herd i think was that one yeah yeah so being in the middle of that was kind of fun but yeah yeah speaking of we don't uh, i know we were on those 
those advertising banners a couple of, we don't owe you anything for that right because i mean uh, we don't we didn't make that much with the stickers no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah i've still got about 100 stickers sitting here so all right so i not so much talk about your work specifically but more about the conference as a whole uh one thing i'm kind of interested in you talked about getting to know the other teams or whatever by using that CUSA network situation. Is there one team that you just kind of forget that's even in the conference sometimes? I honestly always forget that Charlotte's in the conference. I knew it. In, <laughs> I knew it. In, 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 what, in what I do, I've got to, you know, especially pulling a lot of data, it's a lot of like lookup type stuff. And I, I'm always like going through there, counting the number of teams I've got listed to do the lookups. And I always end up with 13 and it's always Charlotte that I'm leaving out. <laughs> I have this exact same problem. <laughs> but it's crazy. Yeah. You know, we were getting into baseball season and I was, I was trying to make these cool hats kind of use for graphics. And, and man, there's some cool Converse USA baseball hats. But man, Charlotte's got like the biggest baseball fan club ever. Like it's nuts. I went on really? their Twitter. Yeah. Because they, they don't have a major league team in their big city it, probably. It, or a good football team or you know, anything else like that. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> but yeah, it's just nuts. But they've got great baseball support. So it's just, but you, I'd never know that otherwise. But no, I don't, I don't, they could, they could just yeah. quit playing Converse USA and I would not know. Old Dominion was definitely in that category for me too until I yeah. moved to uh, DC and now they're the closest school to me. So if I want to watch tech play, it, it's probably going to be at Old Dominion. Yeah. When, when I put together um, the CUSA Twitter champions a couple weeks ago, I had, I had all these accounts. I was ready to go. And then I was like, wait, I only have 13 schools. Which school am I missing? And it was Old Dominion. Cause, cause we follow agent 49. They're actually the, well, I guess I wasn't putting them on blast, but they didn't respond to the uh, DM. So uh, anyway, so Charlotte was not represented in that survey, but Old Dominion was the one that I was like, wow, I don't think I've ever seen anyone tweet from an Old Dominion fan account. So I had to like look for, and I found one, it's like Big Blue's Biceps or something like that. I don't even know. So yeah. It, yeah, I'm sure there are other if, – if you know any ODU fan accounts, I guess let us know. But <laughs> we, we've only played them the one time way back. I will never forget. Yeah. I will never I, – I, I will never, never remember. You for as long as 2014 is still in my brain. Oh, man. I'm still mad I, about I, that. I don't know any ODU fan accounts, but man, we were at the we were in Frisco last year, sitting at the conference tournament when they beat us, and they had the most annoying fan in all the world sitting like one section over. He was wearing this blazer, and he was probably like mid fifties, and he was cussing the refs up and down, and cussing Tech, and cussing us, and and the game was over. He like just kind of looked at us and just kind of giggled and gave us look like it was all an act. I'm just having fun out here. And he came over and shook our hands and like walked off. He was like just it was the craziest thing ever. He to <laughs> he's 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 like the he's the only picture i have of you an old dominion fan now so i just assume they're all just like that so photographic evidence they exist they're just really far away oh man all right so so changing to just talk about tech for a second real quick i know you talked about tim Rattay earlier so you had a different group of tech teams to watch play than we did was there one like historical tech team that you wish you could cover as la tech sports report like the things that you do now would there have been one that would have been really fun to watch and to to cover and create the graphics for oh absolutely oh just just from my point of view i mean the, the most fun you're going to have is when people are setting records right so i'd have yeah. to think ryan higgins and tim Rattay and carlos henderson and the oh, the crazy numbers they were putting up you know that would just be there would be an unlimited amount of stuff that you could pull from every week to put up some fun fact or stat where we were leading the nation in this or leading the nation in that so i mean to me that would be i mean probably the most fun and the easiest just because the stuff they did was just kind of mind-boggling i mean it could be one of those players or another one but has there been a tech player that you think is just the most fun to watch play 
Oh, Trent, Trent Taylor by far. Just I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of underdogs. I can remember even being at Louisiana Tech when we didn't make the tournament, but watching Princeton, Princeton play. And I was, I've always been a big Air Force football fan and watching their film a lot. Just I always want to see the underdog succeed. So you know, from the moment Trent stepped out there on the football field, you could just tell that. Um, you know, he had a chip on his shoulder and, and he wasn't going to let anybody tell him he was not the right size to be a football player, not be fast enough. So yeah, just, I always liked watching him play. Cause he just, he kind of took it to another level. And yeah, that, that era, I mean, who would you even pick to, to like highlight as your two or three players to watch on that team? Like, cause you got to highlight Trent, you got to highlight Kenneth Dixon, you got to highlight Henderson. Like who, where would you even begin to cover that team? I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, there'd be a never-ending list of stats you could just throw out there, yeah. Yeah, my answer to that question would have been speedy. Just going into college, not really enjoying basketball that much because I'm still not the biggest NBA fan. But walking into the TAC for the first time, doing it with the hoop trip probably helped a little bit too. And just watching Speedy do his thing and just have so much fun, at least it looked like he was having so much fun out there and also winning games was just fun to be in the crowd for. Yeah. I mean, Speedy's a great answer too. Um, You know, and obviously I only got to watch his freshman season, but in person, I mean, but yeah, when you have the Iona game as one of your memories from actually being there for you guys anyway, it's, it's hard not to pick him. I would think, (laughs) Oh man, I would, I would die for speedy. (laughs) Just say the word. Oh man. Yeah. So do you have sort of a go-to tech moment that you talk to people, whether tech fans or, or just general sports fans? Like, what's your go-to moment that you like to bring up? Yeah, I don't know. You know, a, a long time ago, it would have been beating Alabama, but I think we've kind of played oh. that one completely out. So, <laughs> Hey, I mentioned up. that to people, and I was like sick, so... <laughs> This is going to be, this is, this is kind of a, 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 not too far back when, but I remember taking my oldest son to Lafayette when we were playing them uh, and Kenneth Dixon had that oh, n- man. 90 something oh, yard man. run and we walked in there. Yeah. We, we walked in there and yeah, I'm supposed to know that, right? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So we, I mean, we walked in there and those Lafayette fans were there just so annoying and such, you know, well, anyways, but it, it just felt so good to walk out of there after beating them down again, and and oh, and, kind of, and and just seeing the smile on my son's face, kind of thinking like, "Hey, I, I could get used to watching this." So, uh, so I'm, hopefully, I'm making you know him a big fan too. Hell yeah, Josh, you were at that game too, right? Because I know, oh, yeah, I was at that game too. Yeah, that was the yeah. first time traveling with a band for me, and that was like, oh no, we're about to go to an away game and lose. There was a thought too, right? Because that we were coming just off yeah. of 2014. I was. I was walking in, I walked in there nervous and after that I was just talking so much trash to like oh man it was it was something and that was that was after was that after the Northwestern State game in 2014 yeah it would have been yep Ooh. so yeah we we got four and eight and lost Northwestern and then humiliated ULL in front of all of the recruits that they welcomed to the oh game oh my god that guy Mark Hudson I the best thing Law Tech Report has ever done is make that video of Mark Hudspeth like talking trash and then put in just the score uh, and Kenneth Dixon's <laughs> run behind it. Uh, just brilliant, brilliant trolling. Oh man. I think uh, my go-to tech sports moment when I'm just talking to other people, just how close we come all the time and don't get the job oh, done. Man, come on, cause man. I'm Why always, no, but seriously, but I'm always like, like South Carolina. Yeah. Cause like, so I, I work, I work in South Carolina in Columbia with a bunch of USC grads. They call it USC here or they call it Carolina, whatever. But so I'm, I'm talking to them before and they're like, they're thinking that they're going to win by three touchdowns because that's what they're favored by. And I'm like, you're not going to win by three touchdowns. You're going to win by one point because 
we're going to lose by one point. You don't understand. And so we're sitting there. We're winning, what, 13 to zero in the fourth quarter. And I'm like, yeah, well, 13 to zero means we can lose 14 to 13 pretty easily. But of course we lost 17 to 16. But anyway, that's, that's seriously, I'm always like, man, we just, we come so close, but we just can't get it done. And someday we'll get it done. And I want to be there when it happens, you know, I want to be at the next Alabama game. That's, that's what I want, you know, but Anyway, this has been pessimism with Evan. <laughs> Man, I was giving you some shit right there, but I was about to say my go-to sport moment was the A&M game that I talked yeah. about all the time. And we lost oh. that one. But, you know, I was working in Houston for a while with a bunch of A&M grads, so that was a good talking point. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you guys are really good. I was really pulling for you after that. I'm like, yeah, me too. Well, not you, but, you know, I was pulling for us. <laughs> after we almost beat LSU and all the LSU fans are like, oh, yeah, y'all have a great team. Good luck in the future. I was like, oh, we lost to you. Don't be nice now. Be a jerk. I want you to be a jerk. <laughs> Let me hate you guys. Don't feed me gumbo and talk about where we could go from here. Stop. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe in moral victories, but that A&M game was about as close as you could get oh, to one because that was just so much fun to watch. God. got to pick off the Heisman. <laughs> that, that game was just like cathartic for me on so many levels. And then, of course, we lost. Bad, but as is life right <laughs> uh, anyway back, back to back to the interview we're supposed to be doing here um, <laughs> i guess our, our last sort of question for you is after you've started kind of you know this deeper level of following tech sports as as we have too like right we write about it we talk about it for people to listen to for some reason they want to listen to us talk about it uh ha- has anything about you the fan changed like do you find yourself like not as emotionally invested in games or more emotionally invested like what's what has changed about you the fan or if anything at all i guess i'd probably say i'm more invested honestly and i think that was kind of my hope in all this was that if even if nobody else got anything out of it i'd at least learn who the best few players were on the other team and kind of what kind of game they played and uh, so at least when i went to the games i'd be a little more educated about it than i would have been otherwise so that's probably one pro and then you know you can't help but when you post these things out on twitter and you know you post something about you know day days getting close to being you know 10th on the all-time list or something and then he's the first one that likes it i mean you can't help but be more invested then whenever you know the you know because you, you you realize that you know, these players don't get a whole lot of attention like they would if they were at an SEC school. So, you know, anything that they can see out on Twitter that's, you know, giving them props for what they're doing is kind of a bonus. So, you know, it just kind of makes me feel even more invested for them. Yeah, that's a great point, too. I mean, it, we we don't typically at players very much, but when they do see it, it really feels special. And I'm always like bothering my fiance because I'm like, oh, my God, Jamar just liked our tweet. And she's like, I, <laughs> I do that doesn't do anything for me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, right. And then some, and then somebody starts talking to smack about Jamar and then you have to take up for him. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he likes my tweet. He's, he's a yeah. great guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only good people would like our tweets. Okay. So I'm not sure if we're surprising you with this or not, but every week we have a conference USA tweet of the week. And so we're going to give you the honors of picking the honorary tweet of the week. You got one for us this week. I do actually, as luck has it, um, the, the the Brett McCormick on Twitter, his his handles B underscore Hoss underscore Mac. He put out a tweet, and I'm gonna read it all word for word. Actually, I'm not because Should we it's put some like, dramatic music. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, no, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, like an audio book. But he 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 put out this tweet thread of 
um, listing out what his all-time best Louisiana Tech basketball roster would be um, over time. Uh, he's got like Speedy as the point guard, Mike McConaughey as shooting guard, Jackie Moreland, the mailman, and Mike Green as his starting five. And he's got reserves, and Man, he goes team. through. Yeah, he goes through, and I mean, and even like he's got Paul Millsap as a reserve on that team. I mean, it, <laughs> That's it kind insane. of puts into perspective Tech basketball. Not and, insane and so, on his part, but like insane that Tech's basketball team is like that deep that we don't need Paul Millsap on the floor to start. Absolutely. So just being out of basketball season and how that all ended, that was a that was a real kind of good uh, uplifting set of tweets to read through. He's got some cool pictures and stats on everybody, and uh, it was good stuff. I'm looking at his football yeah. team too, man scrolling through all of that right now and yeah that's <laughs> yeah if you can do tweets of the week he did the same thing for the football team too so it's, it's that a, yeah it's, it's yeah real, we can really we can stuff. retweet two things yeah <laughs> our rules we can do what we want <laughs> i'm only halfway surprised you didn't pick one of your own tweets just <laughs> just, uh, just to hold that over everybody else i don't think i've tweeted anything this week there's nothing interesting <laughs> sports related for me to tweet about them I'm yeah, kind of yeah in, we haven't tweeted much either to be honest so <laughs> that's why i did this out of the park baseball thing is to find something to tweet about that's why i'm the only one here i've had to lay off the rest of my staff for the time being <laughs> they can't work from mean. home hey, hey you you you, la- you laugh but actually to be completely honest I've, I've i've had for those football videos i literally had like a voiceover guy doing voiceovers for it i would write i was so just not wanting my voice to be on anything just because i know i sound horrible i just was like yeah i'm gonna pay this guy five bucks on fiverr to read this script so. oh yeah that would make sense oh that that's funny i was curious if that was like a like once i heard your voice tonight i was like so was that voiceover um, like a computer program because it sounded really good but wait hey it's interesting this football team is stacked too jesus <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just like so enthralled by this i mean it helps that we've had a football team and a basketball team for a very long time so we can pull players from pretty far back compared to a lot of the other schools in the conference that just kind of started their athletic programs pretty recently but other than that do we have anything else before we wrap up Nah, man, I just wanted to say I really appreciate what you do and everything because, you know, as a smaller school, we don't have those crazy in-depth fan blogs, you know, like Ohio State or Alabama would, you know, that do all this production. And it's great that you do it, man. We need to keep up that kind of stuff. Man, I appreciate it. Like Josh said, I mean, we just we when you first I think the first video you tweeted, I sent it to the group chat and I was like, holy shit, like this is incredible. <laughs> I think you said, should we retire? I think yeah, that's <laughs> what, I said. what you said. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we, we've just like, I mean, from the very first time you tweeted, we were like, okay, wow, this is great. And I don't know why tech didn't have this before, but I'm glad we have it now. So, you know, thanks for, for deciding to jump in on all this, you know? No, I appreciate it. Thank you all for having me on. And uh, if there's anything y'all want to do together in the future, or uh, y'all have any ideas, anything I could do better or more fun or whatever, let me know. I'm not sure if we would have any ideas for things you could do better, but yeah, right. <laughs> Thanks we have, for we could make it worse if you want. I mean, <laughs> we could Photoshop Skip Holtz's head in somewhere, I guess, very poorly. <laughs> we are very good at that. <laughs> all right, so that about wraps it up. <laughs> With all that out of the way, that about wraps it up for this episode of the Go Tech Plays on Die podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at G O T E C H P L S D N T D I E, or go to our blog where I've just posted something up today, and we'll have another thing up Wednesday. That's at GTPDD. Dog. And until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Josh. And I'm from Latte Sports Report. <laughs> <laughs> and go tech. What was that? Please, please don't die, I think is what we say, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
Until next time, I'm Nathan. Wait, bef- sorry. <laughs> what? Were you waiting <laughs> to get all the way to the end? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I was just gonna. I was hoping you were gonna let him plug where oh. he's at on Twitter and everything too. Uh, so I don't know if we want to run. I mean, obviously, it's, it should be pretty obvious. Great. Oh. Anyway, sorry. Now I've totally derailed the entire thing. But uh, do you want me to just start with I'm Evan, okay. or do you, you want to? You can say I'm Evan. I'm Evan. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Josh. <laughs>